it's time for the movie rating. Tonight's victim is actor Reginald Ballard, known as Bro Man from The Martin Show, who has played in The Bernie Mac Show, has played in Menace 2, and countless others. Hello! What's up? Man, I do it all, man. I do it all. I be on stage sometime, man. I take my clothes off and set myself on fire, man. I do it all, bro. <laughs> and that's probably why you never were invited to Woodstock. <laughs> So what's going on, man? Tell us a little bit more about this uh, comedy show. What's going? On? What's it called? Uh, like, are you hitting the states for the most part? Are you hitting like it? You know. Yeah, man. Matter of fact, I just got back to St. Thomas, man, about two weeks ago. My next stop, I'm in Shreveport, Louisiana, man, on the first and second of March. Now I'm doing Atlanta on the fourteenth. So I'm, I'm all over, man. I'm all over doing that. Just got filming a new TV show on Netflix called Family Reunion, and it got my, my childhood hero in it, man, Richard Roundtree, Shaft. Yeah, I got to work with Shaft. Tell us a little bit more about uh, what's going on with this show. That has this just uh, finished up wrapping, or was this uh, that just came out like oh, this year? I got did one episode of that show. It's, it, it haven't aired yet, but it's a new show. It's called Anna Reunion. Till Mari is the lead actress in it. Like I say, uh, Loretta, Richard Roundtree, and it's, it's a funny show. It's a sitcom, Netflix, man. You know, I had fun. I had a ball on the show, man. I mean, I, I hopefully have me back over there because it was funny. The episode I did, I worked with a couple of kids on the show, man. We, very nice. Now, when you do your comedy shows, I mean, cross between the television comedy series and, and in your comedy, do you use that as to, to support you on the tour, or, or do you use it to just try to coincide with each other? It's like I do a lot of spot dates, man. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm working almost every weekend, man. I'm, I'm different cities, and, you know, I've, I've been to, what, 15, 16 different countries, and uh, all over this country, man, about 10 times. So, well, I, I talk about a lot of white and kids stuff. You know, this makes people laugh, man. I mean, I love doing what I do. When, when it comes to the, the networks, when you're on television, do you think the network's taking more from the actors than rather giving back to them? You know, I mean, when, when, you do, when you're on the show, man, I mean, you are, if you're a regular on the show, if you're the star of the show, I mean, you get paid in a week more than some people get paid in the whole year. So, you know, I can't say the network is taking away because they, they, they're very generous with the money, you know, when, if you could get it. I, I think I've worked on every network there is, man, even some outside. Yeah, it, it can be difficult though. Though I mean, like if they like you enough, then of course you know you'll get a decent amount of money, a pay, or or at least mildly enough. Because sometimes, depending on the show, and of course depending on the network, if they actually like the show or not, I mean you could easily make or break. Right, right, yeah, 
you won't you won't get paid well working. You know, that's why we got union. You know, Screen Actors Guild. They take care. When you're not working, you eat, man. So the cool thing. So I, I'm happy what I do, man. When I can get the gigs, if not, I'm on the road doing my comedy, man, making people laugh. And other than that, I'm at the crib. I'm not a party guy. I don't go to clubs all the time. So you know, I mean, I'm always at the house. I love watching westerns and Sanford and Son. I'm old school, man. I love Red Fox, man. Funny because people come to me talking about Martin. It's their favorite show. They they love you know, watching Martin, man. It, it is amazing that that show been on for like almost what twenty years now. People still come up to me, man. They still do the, the bum man feel float. You know, they still do that, man. You know, we got a sandwich. They still everywhere I go in the airport, see me. They always do the what's up. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool, man, that you can create something that people remember all this time, man. It's been so long ago since we did that show, man. But the craziest thing is, like, with these comedy shows, like Martin, like Jimmy Fox, like like all the uh, Sanford and Son, all these types of co- comedy shows, it took so long before they could actually get recognized in terms, like, in terms of popularity. It's like it was just a show. It wasn't really as marketed or wasn't as as popular as it was as, as it is now. Now everybody knows what it is. Now it's on DVD box sets. Now it's on streamed on Netflix. All this, all this stuff. Yeah, it's all, it's all on DVD. It's on uh, MTV. It's on a whole lot of different things, man. Do you think these shows have much impact on today's culture than the actual new shows that we have now? The shows that we had back in the day? Yes. I think we had more substance back in the day, man. I think we had more substance than the, than the shows that they got right now. The shows that they got right now, you know, I don't really watch a lot of them, man. You know, the shows that I, got, that I'm, that I watch, that I got stuff watching was Power and, and, and The Shy. And I, now this new thing on uh, BT, man, about Soul Train, man, American Soul. I've been watching that lately. But, you know, our shows back in the day, you know, when, when I did TV, man, it was a lot funnier, man. It was that, and, 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 and I'm not bragging or nothing about it, but it was a lot funnier, man. It was telling me that they loved the shows that we created when I was doing TV than they have now. So that, that's like, you know, I'm flattered because of that. Yeah, uh, well, today's shows, though, I mean, like, it... I, I, it's on the fence type deal compared to what it used to be because it used to be like taking a risk like it usually just to be like a free-for-all I mean look up you had like Saturday Night Live the, the like the original cast you had all these other ones are just going out to let loose just just having a nice awesome comedy sketch and then today everything is so restricted everything's so limited because of the content right 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 you can't do a lot of stuff like nah man everything is so politically correct man you know you make one wrong move and next thing you know man you get you know, you get a little too close to home, but you know, isn't that the point? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's 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 the point. I don't know how old you are, man, but I know back in the day we had. You remember the Richard Pryor show, man? That show groundbreaking, man. It made not stay on long because you know Richard, you no know, felt like he had shackles on, man. You know now, you know they they use the family on television now, man. Like it's nothing. It, it is amazing that they do that. Don't get in trouble. But some upon a, a particular, you know, sexual orientation or race or something like that, man. You're doing it, you know, in fun. Like, you can't make fun of certain people, you know, but you can make fun of other people that you can't make fun of, fun of some people. And then, you know, you, you get in trouble for that. 
Yeah, it's, it's almost like you're taking part of the freedom of speech away because, I mean, you compare to all these other shows in the past and you compare to the shows that we're, we're continuing to generate now, you see they're only fixated on one specific topic, one area that is kind of like, oh, okay, well, you can get away with this. But everything else, no. Everyone's going to talk about it on Twitter. Everyone's going to talk about it on, on these other social medias. And one little thing, as you said, can get you, you know, lose your career within just that one thing that you said on Twitter, that one thing on you said on something else on, on social media. And that it, it, that's the terrible thing in, this, in society. Thing. Everybody's being too sensitive over everything now. Freedom of speech is not really free, huh? There are consequences come with everything you say, man. Everything you say, you know, you're going to get judged on that and rated on that. So I guess freedom of speech is really not free. You can't just say what you want to say nowadays, man, because everybody's so sensitive. That, that's why I keep it family. I talk about white kids, you know, they can be mad at me all day. <laughs> no big deal, you know, so I'm not talking about other people, man. You know, like when I do my comedy, when I mess with people in the audience sometimes, I bring them into the show in a fun way. I don't grade them or nothing like that, man. Some comics, you know, degrade them, but I, I feel like when they pay their money, come get talked about, you know what I'm saying? But when I do, I try to I try to bring them in and, you know, make a fun atmosphere and a relaxing atmosphere so that they laugh at themselves, man. We laugh at when you can laugh at yourself, man. I mean, that's, that's life. It's amazing that when it's on stage, it seems like you can get away with like a mid-level size of things. But then when it comes to a TV show, when you're trying to do a sketch comedy or, or anything related to it, networks are going to heavily breathe down your neck and it cannot be, you know, as funny anymore and it's just you're just work and you can't even extenuate yourself as a comedian doing that because you're so worried what's going to happen to you your career your reputation and who you are that's why i like doing comedy man because you can get away with a whole lot more on stage than you can doing a tv show so that's why when i do my comedy man i, I just, just let go and flow man i just let it flow and whatever come to my head sometimes i'm able to get it out to the audience and let them know why i think it's funny and you know they laugh or they don't laugh you know you up there by yourself is different than working with an ensemble like when you're on tv shows an ensemble so you got to work off one another but when you do stand up man it's like you and the mic and you know the audience they're looking and, and expecting you to be funny and you know whatever you say you know like you say we could get away with a whole lot of things a whole lot more on stage than we can intelligent portion of things when it comes to this portion of it do you think it, it actually hurts the actor in terms of what their next work's going to be if they decide to continue to to the the comedy route in sitcoms and sketch type shows Nah, it don't really hurt a man i mean you know like i say when you when you have writers that write for you and you have a, a ensemble that's around you just fit in you know what the show is about you make people laugh in that time and within that that box you, you, you're kind of restricted because you, you're not doing your own material. You know, you have to put somebody else's material out front. And when you do that, you know, there's an art to that, man. It's not easy. A lot of people think it's easy. It's not easy creating a character, thinking it's funny. And especially when you're a comedian, you have your own characters that you do on stage. But when you doing somebody else's material that they write for you on television, it's a whole nother animal, man. And a lot of a lot of comics can't make that transition from stand-up to comedy actor. How do you feel having to do that when it comes to film, though? I mean, you think you get a little bit more away with uh, on certain aspects of things? Well, film, yeah, it's a lot different. It's like, when you do film TV, it's almost the same. It's like, you know, if you're 
it, it, it's not right. It don't look right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me do this again, audience. <laughs> no, when you do stage plays and stuff like that, man, that's that's when you know your your chops is right, man. It's like when when Rock be on on television, they used to do it live sometimes, and those were like seasoned actors, man. They came from theater, you know what I mean? And they were able to just keep flowing. Sometimes you have to improvise. In TV and film, it's not much improvised going on. Because, like you say, if you mess up, you know, they can say cut, you know, redo the, redo the whole thing. I love doing stage plays, man. But when you do TV and film, you know, you feel relaxed because you know you got a safety net. So it's like, okay, if I don't get this take right now, we have to do another take because it's not really film no more. They do everything digital now. So it's not like you're wasting film and wasting money. You no, know, now you're just wasting time. You know, back in the day, wasting film and time is a lot different than it was back in the day, man. You think there's no room for trial and error between film, television, and as well as the stage? Well, there's no room for trial and error on stage, you know, but on film and TV, uh, yeah, man, you can you can mess up all day, man. I mean, you know, you, you eventually, you know, unless they, then, I mean, they, they, they get tired of you, but professional actors get tired of you messing up, man. Because they're like, yo, man, we got things to do. We got to we want to move on to the next scene, you know. But stage, man, ain't no, you can't mess up on stage, bro. You mess up on stage, man, you're going to look real foolish and stupid. But you have to know, if you mess up on stage, you have to know. You have to, what we call catching. It's like another uh, act of catching. If you mess up, it's like it, it's like when you do a drill in theater, man. It's like when you stand up and you and somebody behind you. And then you fall and they catch you. You know, so you have to have trust in your actors that if you do mess up on stage, that they'll be able to catch you. They'll be able to, you know, trigger what you're supposed to say and uh, work the scene out with the art without the audience even knowing that you missed your line or that you messed up on the scene because you got professional actors that know how to get you right back to that point that you're supposed to be at. Work with trained actors, man. It's not much messing up that the audience can tell. How do you put yourself ahead and actually blend in with everybody else without it making, you know, like having an awkward balance of, of things that might not work in terms of acting-wise? Remember when we did episode of uh, Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac show, and Sugar Shane Mosley was on the show. And, you know, he's a boxer. And so they wrote the character for Sugar Shane Mosley. Sugar Shane Mosley was supposed to play himself. And he had such a hard time of playing himself that one of the actors, man, one of my best friends out here, he's like, Shane, man, he say, man, you play, he say, it's you, man, you playing yourself. And Shane kept saying, you both, the line was, where you guys stand at uh, the Mandalay Bay? And that's all he had to say. And he's like, where you guys staying at the Mandalay Bay? You know, so one of got frustrated, man. He said, yo, man, say, Shane, you're doing yourself, man. Just, 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 just let it come out natural, man. You know, so sometimes actors do get upset when, 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 you know, when you're working with a professional that's supposed to be professional, you know, they don't have a crap down, man. It's, it's like time, man, time and money, man. It's like, you know, come on, get it right, man, because we, we got, you know, stuff to do. We want to move to the next scene in the next episode. So, you know, yeah, that, that's kind of strange when you have to put yourself in a situation where, you know, somebody don't know what they're doing, man. You can really tell you, it get real frustrating, man. And then, you know, you that's why you have to make sure that you know what you're doing. Because if you don't know what you're doing, imagine what how the actor's going to feel, you know, uh, uh, trying to feed off of some, somebody that don't have a clue of what they're doing. That, that, that's like a nightmare of mine, man. I dreamed a lot of times that I go to the set and I'm not, and I don't know my script, man. I don't know my line. <laughs>
nightmare I have like, every now and then. I had that same dream. On the part itself, even though you know your lines, you know what, what the character is, but you you don't get that same vibe from everybody else when they're from a different background. And, and it, it can be treacherous for you. I mean, you almost kind of have to look out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. That's, what, that's why I say, man, you got to catch an actor, man. You got to you know if they mess up, man, you have to know how to catch them. If they say, like, if the line is like, good morning, how are you today? And I'm supposed to say, I'm fine, how are you? But if they come out and say, uh, good afternoon, what's up? You know, and you can't say, I'm fine, how are you? Well, you, you got to catch them and say, oh, man, ain't nothing up this city. You know, so at least you in that same uh, topic and subject, you know. So that, that's what I mean by catching somebody. So it's like if you program, it's the, just to go off just with the script state. And you program, a lot of times you sound like a robot when you think you've got the uh, lines in your head, man. I was taught in, in theater, man, never memorize lines. Always learn them. Different between memorizing and learning. When you, when you memorize, sound like a robot, you know, like, how are you today? Because you had it in your head. But when you when you learn them, you make them yourself. You're like, yo, what's that? Hey, how you doing today? You know, it, it becomes you, who you are. You know, it's like the character that you create. That difference between a person professional and, you know, an amateur. An amateur says, you know, you're supposed to say, hey, how you doing today? And the amateur says, I'm doing all right. But you come in and say, yo, what's up, man? And an amateur like, I'm all right today. That's what an amateur would do instead of saying, yo, what's up with you or something like that. And then, you know, you get back to what you're supposed to say because you're still working off of each other. That, that's the difference, man. Well, go ahead and plug in anything that you'd like to pl promote, any websites, any gigs. Like, do, you know, tell us when when all these uh, gig dicks are happening or anything that's going to be on DVD and so forth. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, I'm going to be in uh, first and second in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Look out for that. I'm going to be at the Comedy Theater in Atlanta on the... Uh, March 14th through the 17th in Corpus Christi on March 30th, Corpus Christi, Texas. And listen to the radio, man. You'll find out there. I'm on Facebook, man, Reginald Ballard. And on my Instagram is Shrubman underscore fifth flow. The number five and FLO. So that's how you get in touch with me, man. If you want to see what's going on in my life, that's what I do, brother. Hey, you have it, everybody. That is Reginald Ballard, actor, comedian.